Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. Thank you so much for, uh, for downloading and listening to us again. My name is Pete Wright, and I am sitting around the table here with Will Mercer. Will, hello. Hello, Pete. Thanks for having me. Good to see you again. Uh, and uh, here we have Jay Christensen, who is... Uh, he was on the show for a while and then decided to go live on an island somewhere. We haven't seen him in, seems like, years. Good morning. I got thrown off the island. You did? <laughs> well, it's great to have you back. And I think we've got a, a great uh, topic that, uh, uh, that I look forward to hearing you guys bat around here. It's, it's one that seems to be very, uh, very hot right now. Uh, and we have been asked here at Cadence a number of times this very question. Agile project management. A, what is it? And B, how does it map to the cadence methodology, if it maps to cadence at all? Uh, I understand there's some, uh, some bit of controversy around, uh, around using Agile with, uh, with the cadence methodology. And so uh, I sure would love to, to hear you wax philosophical on this a bit for us, Jay, and talk about how we can uh, wrap our arms around it. Thanks, Jay. I know I've been hearing it in seminars also, this, this topic coming up. So I think Pete is really onto something here. And I'd certainly appreciate your coaching on how you felt Agile fit in with our cadence methodology for our uh, seminar attendees especially. Yes, uh, the thing that I found is that uh, Agile is becoming popular enough and well known enough and well used enough that it is a area of concern for people because sometimes what they see in Agile is an iterative process that repeats over and over again and uh, they appreciate that and what they can see in some of the more traditional project management approaches is the waterfall approach where a particular phase is done uh, there is a team that works on that phase then there is a transition from that phase to the next phase a different team is involved and uh, they do their specialized work for that phase so it's a phase to development and the thing about the waterfall approach in some circles is that scope is defined up front, schedule is defined up front, budget is defined up front for the entire project. In Agile, that is absolutely not the case. However, there's still a structure within Agile that is very workable and maps quite well to the cadence methodology. Great. Now, where would you see Agile being applied in most cases? Is the software side? Um, typically, uh, Agile has been used in the software world, but I attended the PMI Institute's Global Congress here several years ago and listened to several papers that were presented as to how Agile could be used in the product development uh, world and in uh, non-IT and non-product related kinds of uh, activities and endeavors. So it's becoming more widely approached, more widely used, and uh, finding uh, good results in uh, areas where it didn't have its beginning, uh, and that is primarily in the software area. But I really appreciate uh, the Agile environment because we can pick out of that uh, some really, really good um, project management practices that are completely and totally in alignment with the cadence methodology. Can I, can I jump in here? I just have this, I uh, wonder if we could just take a, the 30,000 foot view and in 25 words or less really tell me what is Agile? 
Yes, yes, uh, I'd be happy to. And um, I have been studying Agile and have learned much, much more about Agile than what I thought was the typical definition of Agile. When uh, people talk to me about Agile, what I was thinking about was Scrum development. And that's, uh, according to what I've been learning, is only a small piece of Agile. There is a project, um, a phase in Agile, then within a project are there are releases, within releases are iterations, and within iterations are daily work. And it is the daily work piece where Scrum is typically employed. And Scrum would be this idea that the team is just sort of all piled in together, working together on the same deliverable. Yes, uh, yes, correct. And this is one of the key um, areas of departure, so to speak, from the cadence methodology. And that is in a Scrum, um, as Pete had indicated, the cross-functional team is working on a deliverable or a small set of deliverables out of the whole deliverable set. And in some Scrum environments, there is a schedule produced and uh, responsibilities accepted by people that are in the Scrum team. And they take ownership of different tasks within the, um, the uh, daily work or the Scrum uh, iteration. <coughs> Pardon me. And if you <coughs> thought about uh, the cadence work breakdown structure, where we have deliverables at the second level, then there are tasks within a deliverable. When we talk about Scrum, we're really talking about one of those deliverables in the work breakdown structure and developing a schedule for just the tasks that are in that particular deliverable. So that fits very, very nicely into the cadence methodology. Mm -hmm. Plus, the schedule for the deliverable in a Scrum environment would be what we would call a micro-project, a micro-project schedule that would have uh, roughly uh, 15 to 30 tasks. It would last up to six weeks, from one to six weeks. And the thing about a, a Scrum activity or the iteration is that the result is a working feature. Nothing is untested, nothing is not working in that particular deliverable from the iteration. And what uh, happens then is that if there is a part of the work that is not completed, that is put into the backlog for the next iteration. And uh, now there's another parallel I'd like to make between uh, the Agile approach and the Cadence methodology. Uh, at the project level, when we are talking about Agile, there is a visioning activity that occurs, and this is usually, uh, as I understand, about a day in length. And the purpose of this visioning activity is to understand generally what is it that we're trying to produce, what is the business value, what is the benefit that this project will deliver, and what is the general time frame, and what are the goals that the company has that this particular project will deliver. So, uh, well, in the mm -hmm. Cadence methodology, the visioning statement is something less than the project introduction, but it is something more than the project objective. So it is in between. Okay. And uh, some people refer to this as the elevator speech. 
and what they are trying to describe in the elevator speech is uh, who is it for, what is the value, what is the benefit, what are the goals that we're trying to accomplish. Good. And when I first heard about Agile and the small scope of my understanding where I was concerned about Agile development was that there was no control of scope or that the scope was definable with each iteration. And I've come to learn that that is absolutely incorrect. And Agile has a framework within which to define the scope for each iteration. And that framework actually comes out of this visioning meeting. And the visioning meeting talks about deliverables, outcomes, value, features and benefits at a high level. And the purpose of this high level definition is to put a box around the project so that there isn't this uh, continual expansion of scope endlessly, but that each iteration has its own set of deliverables that should fit within the overall uh, uh, high-level deliverables within the project. Very similar to our methodology. Exactly. That's great. Yes. It seems yes. to me there's a, a lot more discipline required by Agile than I had initially thought. Yes. In fact, even among um, uh, people that are new to Agile and are using Agile, sometimes they refer to it as the cowboy approach because they can do anything that they feel like doing. And as uh, Will had indicated, that's absolutely not the case. There is a structure within Agile, and that structure then enables the um, iterations to stay within the high-level scope of the entire project. It, it's an interesting, um, it, it's interesting take on it. I, my experience with it in, at a very high level is more in software development. Uh, in a coding environment where you have either agile or sort of guerrilla programming, uh, uh, you know, rapid uh, innovation, rapid uh, iterations and versioning and, and just get products out the door very quickly. Uh, is, there, is there a typical type of, of, uh, of project that agile is more or less suited for or is it really designed as kind of a new umbrella approach? Is product development um, you know, less applicable than software? I mean... As far as I've been able to determine, um, there is no, no good uh, project that would work best for Agile. From what I've been able to determine, it is adaptable to all different kinds of projects, all different kinds of software projects, product development projects, etc. But I think that it is much more broader in application than some people think. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, it, it, what it gets to is to, is to address this, this question, which is, you know, does it map to cadence? And I think our, our answer is yes-ish, yeah. uh, and, and we're working on that. Yes. <laughs> Would that be accurate? Yeah, yeah I, there are some specific areas where I can say definitively that Agile maps to the cadence approach. That is, a cross-functional team, the team defines the work let me say that differently. The team defines how the work, how they will do the work within the iteration. The iteration is locked and what that means is that the team delivers the features and functions within that iteration and <coughs> there is not a scope change within the iteration. 
when scope changes, it changes between iterations, and there's still scope management. So there is an alignment with the cadence methodology in terms of scope management. Uh, another alignment with the cadence methodology is that every project should map to the goals of the organization. Uh, each project or each iteration must deliver value to the customer, to the end customer, and in fact, that's a tight, close link to the cadence methodology because mm -hmm. when we first define scope, we are looking at the outcomes that the customer is expecting. What are the deliverables the customer will receive at the end of the project, which is mm -hmm. totally and completely in alignment with the Agile approach. And uh, Agile is value-driven and product-driven rather than process-driven. And that's also in alignment with the Cadence methodology because we believe in using just enough process to manage and control the project no more than's necessary and that's the application of our scaling grid which is also completely and totally in alignment with the agile mm -hmm. development process makes really good sense it seems like there's a a big emphasis also jay on those iterations mm -hmm. for the role that uh non-scrum players do in other words management and other stakeholders really have a hands off during that iteration or sprint period, I think. Yes, correct. Where there are, uh, once that uh, uh, short amount of time, that one to six weeks you mentioned for that really hard work is done, it's a hands-off approach correct. to not be in there and muddling halfway through. Yes, in fact, one of the uh, uniquenesses of the Agile development process is that there's a retrospective event that occurs mm. at the end of each iteration, at the end of each release, and the end of each project. Okay. And it is during this retrospective event that at the iteration level that people outside the scrum team then can interact with the team. Okay. And that's when there is a complete and total exchange of what, what worked well during the iteration, what didn't work so well, uh, how do we need to change scope, are we on the right path, so we can be adaptive to change between iterations rather than during iteration. Nice. So the point of it is that I'd like to uh, connect back strongly to the methodology as I did before, Good. and that is that there is a scope control process, but it happens between iterations nice. rather than during the iteration. And one of the reasons for that is to keep the product owner or the process owner or the business owner from taking the iteration astray during the development of the features within that iteration. Excellent. This is a this is a very interesting discussion, and as more people keep asking these questions to us, I'm sure we will be back talking more about agile project management and uh, uh, and and providing more insight about how it links with cadence, where it's appropriate, and uh, and how you can be more effective in your project management. Um, uh, did you have something else to add? Yes, I uh, I would like to. Piggyback off of that statement is I feel like I've just barely scratched the surface and I would like another opportunity or several opportunities to talk more about how the Keynes methodology and the Agile development process 
or interacting. You can have as many opportunities as you want, Jay. That chair is always open for you. <laughs> you and your dulcet tones, anytime you want. All right. Uh, on behalf of Jay Christensen and Will Mercer, uh, uh, thanks, gents. I am Pete Wright, and uh, uh, thank you all for listening to Ask Cadence.